It was a mid-November morning. It was November 14, 2013. This is before I had Brie, no babies, no... I had a cat at the time. The cat actually plays a very important role in this story. Um, I woke up extraordinarily hot. Now, it's a mid-November morning. I like to sleep in the cold. I want the windows cracked open, the air turned down, and I woke up sweating. I heard people outside yelling. I could hear noise coming from my bathroom. I had actually thought the cat got stuck in the bathtub, like knocking the drain around. That's what it sounded like. And then when I rolled over, I knew I had to fix the air. I had to get the cat to stop. I had to get the noise to stop or I was never going to go to sleep. So I roll over and I see that the sliding glass door of the bathtub is shut. And I was like, this cat has gotten itself stuck in the bathtub. So I walk into the hallway and that's where I turn and I see it. There are flames coming over the top of my living room door and I just froze. My name is uh, Richard Eberly, and I was actually the children's pastor here at that church from, I think, 2011 through 2014. It's November 14th. I got up really early, and I was the only—I think I got up to the church close to like 6.30 or 7 o'clock. Like, I had a lot on my plate. There was a lot going on, and I was like, man, I got to get some work done. I came invigorated. But as I was driving up Kill Avenue, I was the only person on Kill Avenue that morning. It was a, uh, I don't even remember what was going on today. It was a brisk, cool morning. I do remember that. I had a, to- a toboggan on and a good flannel shirt and my cowboy boots on. It was a good day. Like, it was a real, and I had a hot <laughs> cup of coffee. Like, I was like, man, this is going to be a good day. Um, but as I was driving up Kill, I'll never forget it. I saw that, I just noticed that there was some smoke coming up as I was coming out, I was like, man, like that. And literally my thought was this, that ain't someone ain't, that ain't a leaf fire. Cause leaf fire ain't that black. Like it was like black smoke. And as I was pulling into the church, I literally just remember sensing the Holy spirit saying, Hey, go check it out. And, and in my mind, I was like, I got a lot to do today, but I just, I was like, okay. And I drove around to the back of the church. And this is before all this remodel stuff had been done here. And I knew that there were apartments in the back. And as I kept driving back in the parking lot, I was like, man, that that's coming from these apartments. And so I, I pull on back, I get out of my car. I'm not like in a hurry or rush. Cause honestly, I'm, I'm like, just think I'm going to go watch a show. Like, but as I pull out and I'll never forget this, there used to be a gate there that like, People used to come through all the time. And I remember, I'll never forget Scott saying that people used to criticize him for not closing that gate. But he says, we leave that gate open for a reason. Um, and like, even if that was for the reason yesterday, because if I would have had to like make an effort to get over that fence that day, I probably wouldn't have done it. If, if it would have given me an excuse, I probably would have because it was, there were vines everywhere. It was, anyways, I, I'll never forget though. I walk around the corner and then I saw it, like, and then it came real to me because I didn't hear any sirens. Um, I, I recognized I was the first person on this scene, and and it, this wasn't like a little cute little fire. Like, this fire is blazing out of this, like, octagon-shaped apartment coming out of the top. Black smoke. There's not a siren inside. I don't hear nothing. It's a quiet morning. I, I'm expecting some sort of, like, people out there watching. No one's there. It is everybody's asleep. And in that moment, I, I, I just, I don't even remember what happened. It happened so fast, but I remember picking up my phone, dialing 911, you know, this is, my name's Richard. There's a fire behind in some apartments behind that church on Kill Avenue. Someone needs to get here fast. And, you know, and then I hung up the phone and I said, well, that's it. 
That's, uh, that's all I can do. And in that moment, I didn't hear the audible voice of God, but I sensed in my spirit, God said, no, 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 you've got to do something. And in that moment, it, it seemed like an eternity, but I had this like deep, con- like hard conversation with the Lord in my mind because I was like, that's a fire. I'm not trained. I haven't been through fire safety rescue school. I don't have a ladder. Like all these things kept going through my mind. I was like, I can't do this. I've got things to do. And then I just, I'll never forget hearing the whisper. Didn't you expect me to use you today? And I, from that moment on, I, I just, I just moved. Like I, I just went, I remember running, sprinting as fast as I can. I'm yelling. Uh, I just remember sprinting to that. This fire's blazing out the top, um, center section, um, in between these two apartments. And I'm like, how do these people not know? Like there's a fire going on. And so I went straight to this one door and I'll never forget. Like, here's the other thing I'll remember the conversation that was in my head that, that I think is, uh, because I, I wish I could tell you, like, I was, like, excited to do this. But I just remember thinking, I could get hurt. This could cost me something. And I just remember the Lord really convicted me. Again, I didn't hear an audible voice, but there was this moment, this gut check of just, like, are you going to make this about you or is this about somebody else? Like, uh, the, the line where it says in uh, C.S. Lewis writes in, like, Chronicles of Narnia when they're asking about the lion, like, who's a representation of Christ, and they ask, is he, is he, is he safe? And I'll never forget the beavers kind of, like, chuckling and laughing, like, no, he's not safe, but he's good. And it was just in that moment you just had to decide, is it, is it about me? Am I going to be willing to put myself on the line um, or not, or just watch these people who were not going to get out of this place and kind of burn um, and so it was just like, all right, like, all right, Lord, like, um, <laughs> here's an adventure. But also too, there's that passage of scripture that I think I was actually, I didn't read it that day, but I was in that passage of scripture probably within the last month leading up to that moment where it says in second Chronicles, the eyes of the Lord range to and fro throughout the whole earth, searching to show himself strong on the behalf of those whose hearts are fully committed to him. And I think it was just in one of those moments where you just saw the Lord, like, he, he showed himself strong that it was just a moment to say, all right, I'm, I'm going to be available to be used. I ain't got no training. I don't have a ladder, but I ran to this first door, and I'll never forget it. As I was about to approach this first door, a big chunk of wood with fire, like almost like took my head and shoulder off, and my heart is racing. Um, and I remember yelling and pounding on the door and just started beating doors and windows on the first floor, and uh, I... I wish I remembered her name. I can still see her face. This older woman on the, the bottom floor opened up the door, and I'll never forget the face she made at me. She had the scowl, and then her eyes saw what was happening, and she, like, ran out, and all she was saying is, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, and I just remember I was in, like, urgency, and I looked at her, and she just kept saying that. I said, lady, I need you to shut up. Is there anybody else in the building? Like, anybody else in your room? And she's like, no, no, you know, and that's when I start hearing people yelling. They're like, Kellyanne, you have to come here. And I go over to the window. And I'm like, you have got to jump. Now, you can see it in these people's eyes. They're like, you have to jump now. And, of course, I don't see the entire deck is, like, covered in flames. It was no small little porch fire. There was no way out. It was through a window. And I was not okay with that. And at that moment, as she's talking to me, uh, I think it was Kellyanne, like, on who lived right above this lady, opened up her window. I, I don't remember all the dialogue or how long this went. I just remember looking at her and said, hey, you're going to have to jump 
and I'm going to catch you. And she was like, I can't do it. They're like, we'll catch you. Just let go. And so I took a deep breath in. I thought, I hear sirens coming. I don't have to call 911. There are people here. Do I call my dad and tell him what's going on? All these thoughts go through my head. People are screaming. you got to jump now. Looking back, this is kind of funny. I just remember looking at her, serious as can be, and I was like, if you don't jump, then you're going to die. I was like, this needs to be very direct, and uh, things need to happen. But in that moment, I'm like, I just told her to jump, and I'm going to catch her. I have a lady who's got her remote in her hand, still freaking out, having like a panic attack in her robe behind me. And she, that Kellyanne was like up there, I can't jump and I can't jump. I'm like, well, you're going to die if not. And I'm going to catch you jump. And I'm like, how am I going to do this? But, but I also look back again, you just see parts of this where the Lord provides like out of nowhere, a man in a, uh, off white stained up, uh, tight white tank top and some SpongeBob pajama pants comes running up. And I just remember looking at the guy, like I didn't even ask his name. He was like, what do I need to do? I just said, Hey, you need to brace yourself like a man. We're going to catch this girl. She's going to jump out the window. So get ready. I started looking around for my cat. And then that's when I was like, okay, I got to jump. We're going to do this. And so I kind of slid out the window and I'm just like hanging from this window, unsure to let go because I just know I'm going to break every bone on the way down. And I just, I swore I heard somebody say, let go and just hit my foot. And they were like, we have you. And uh, I just remember we're like, jump, jump, jump. And she jumped. And I remember she caught kind of like was climbing out, caught the window, hanging there. And I was like, you need to let go. You know, it's urgent. Um, And in that moment she did, she fell down, we caught her and, you know, I can't imagine the emotions of like being inside of that thinking like there's no way I'm getting out. And so, and so I trusted and I let go and these men were down there and they caught me and I broke a phone. I ended up with some bruised arm. Again, it was, I didn't have time to have a conversation with her. I just looked at her. I said, is anybody else in the building, you know, and I didn't know about the top, I guess, would it be right corner? That, that someone was in there and there was no way we could get up to the top. Like you weren't climbing up those stairs. The fire at this time was really blazing and getting in there. And I just remember her saying, there are kids in that other bottom floor. And like, I, I just, I just sprinted around the back. I, I don't, um, I don't remember what I was thinking. My heart was just beating. And I was like, I got to get in there and wake them up. Because at this point, I couldn't even get to their front door because the fire had moved over to kind of that part, part. It was just too hard. And I just go around the back. And I remember pressing my fingers up against the glass. And thankfully, I guess, I'd like to say it's because I'm really strong. But I, I think really the, uh, but who am I kidding? Uh, uh, it was, I think the window was unlocked. And I remember flinging it open and grabbing and ripping out the curtain and yelling inside of there. This time there had been a few other people. The fire trucks hadn't shown up yet. A few other people kind of came around back and we were yelling and they're like yelling. They're in there. I was like, we got to get in. Like, and I'm, and man, if I'm like a toddler size, so I had to like, I could barely climb up there. I've got to, I wear a beard for a reason, but I just remember I said, Hey, we got to go in there. And like go in. The guy was like, go in there. I was like, yeah. They're like, I don't think they're in there. I was like, this door is closed and we just see a kid's room. We don't know if someone's trapped in the in another room and can't get out. And so I just remember going in there, ripping open the door and just trying to hurry as fast as I could, screaming, is anybody in here? Is anybody in here? And looking around and 
thank God no one was in there. We ended up getting out. And as I got out of the, that uh, apartment through that window again, we come back around at that top point, we're coming back around the fire department um, starts to show up and man, praise God for the city of Sherwood and the, the men and women that do this every single day. They showed up and man, then we just heard that there was still a lady in that top room. And all we knew to do at that moment was like, pray at this point, I remember getting around, there was like a really, really big, um, there's a big crowd. And, and then too, we were just like praying and just looking at people, grabbing and saying, Hey, there's still somebody in there. We need to pray. We need to pray. And we were grabbing people and telling them to pray. And, um, Man, I, I hate that I'm going blank on her name right now. But the lady that was on the bottom floor, she um, she just like came up to me and got right in my face. And I'm like, man, like I'm still like now it's kicking in. My adrenaline's come down. I'm kind of getting emotional because you're just like, holy cow, what do what just happened? Like you, you start to realize all the other factors that could have happened within that and people could have died and or been burnt, like tort, like just that the thought of all of it. So when you went and knocked on doors, did you ever knock on the doors on the second floor where Kellyanne was? No, I no, couldn't get to. Couldn't get to her floor. Not at all. Could not get to her floor. The 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 at that moment, I think there might be some pictures, but like you couldn't get up that staircase at all. And like, there was nobody else knocking on doors besides you at that time. There anyway, was right? nobody out in that entire apartment complex. It was like everybody's asleep. It was silent. Now I yelled loud enough. I hope to wake everybody up. Like I was screaming at the top of my lungs. Sure. Sure. Uh, just out of like fear, you know, just, it wasn't in, like, it was intense, man. Like, uh, I, I don't want to, I hope no one ever has to kind of walk through no, something like absolutely. that. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, so when you get outside the window, yes. um, and you're hanging there when you feel someone touch your foot, which there's no way they could touch your foot. Yeah, no way they could they're, touch they're like, foot. they're still a mile below you. Definitely. Like. Um, and they say, we got you. You hear yeah. this voice that says, we got you. Yeah. We've got you. Come on. We've got you. Is that just what you needed courage-wise for you Absolutely. to take the, take the For jump? sure. I mean, I probably would have hung there until the fire department brought a ladder and they were like, hey, here, why don't you climb down on this? But I don't know. I felt comfortable knowing I was close enough to the ground that they could touch my foot. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. When Kellyanne, when she came out the window and she was hanging there, was there, were you able to touch her and say, hey, you can, you come on, tap her on the leg or anything like that? Scott, I'm like five foot nothing. <laughs> like, no, like she was dangling there. Like it was, she was on the second story, you know, of an apartment complex. Yeah. There was no, like, no way. Like there was still, even with her dangling, there's still a pretty good little gap she had to trust to like let go for us to kind of catch her and yeah. fall. Like she, it, like I'm very glad that there was another person. I don't care who it is. Like the force of somebody coming down was like, is is gonna we were both gonna hit the ground you know no, even yeah. if she let go and it was just me trying to catch her you know yeah that's awesome yeah it was intriguing and i'll tell you about it now i didn't want to tell you before we talked but one of the things she said was that she said what woke her up was somebody was just kept they just kept tapping on her door on her door and just kept tapping and tapping and knocking and knocking and that's what woke her up and she said when i woke up she said i went in there to I went to the front door and she said the flames were coming across the top of the front door she said but it was just she said, somebody was knocking on the front door. And I was like, who is at my door? She said, it wasn't like a crazy, you know, but it was just like a, they were just tapping on the front door, mm. just knocking. And, um, and the other thing she said was when she hung out the window, she said, she's hanging out the window by her, mm. by her hands. She said, she said, I was halfway out. She said, actually, she said, I was on my stomach. I hadn't pulled all the way out to more my hands. I was on my stomach hanging out the window. And she said, I was still debating in my mind, am I going to go ahead and go all the way out? 
and and drop. And she said, that's when she said, one of y'all, she said, I felt them tap me on my leg and go, hey, we got you. Come on. We got you. It's fine. She said, and it was like y'all were, she said, they were right there. She Mm. said, so what gave me the courage to go on out the window and jump was because they were, I I realized, Mm. you know what? It's not as far as I thought. She said, because I couldn't see behind me. She said, so, but when they reached up and tapped me on the leg and said, hey, I, we got you. We got you right here. Come on. We got you. And she said, it was as if you were right there beside me. And she said, so I was like, oh, it's not very far. Mm-hmm. She said, so when I went out the window, she said, what gave me the courage to go? She said, cause I was fixing to climb back in. And she said, I was just going to take my chances in the apartment. She Man. said, but that tap on the leg at that moment. And I was like, that's solid. Man, that's, uh, that's, the hand of God. Man. <laughs> that's all that you can say on that, man. That's right. Man, wow. That's, that's a, yeah, yeah. It's just, you don't know that's like, wow. I have no clue. I know. You know? So, one of the things that's most intriguing is Richard, who yes. is one of the first people to see the fire. And he's the one who frantically runs yeah. around the building, knocking on the doors, waking people up, going, oh my gosh, the building's on fire. Yeah. Um, he was the children's pastor of the church right across the road, which incidentally, we'll find out that Richard actually came to work early that morning um, just because he had some stuff he wanted to get done and he saw the smoke and yeah. decided to come over after he'd prayed a prayer. It's kind of an interesting story. But Richard's the children's director yeah. at that church. Now today, wh- what do you do? I am the children's director <laughs> at that church, <laughs> which is pretty crazy to think about the fact that he literally saved the person who was eventually going to take his position. How incredible. Now, at that time, would you have ever seen yourself as someone who was going to do children's ministry? No, I waited tables. I was up until two in the morning. Seven, eight o'clock in the morning was incredibly early for me. Now, I think I regularly wake up at like five o'clock in the morning. So I would say my life is 180% different than it was back then. That's awesome. So so let me say this. How How did the experience with the fire and the rescue and Richard being involved with that and the church being involved, how did that change your perspective of church and what did that do to your walk with God? Oh gosh, I it pushed me into church. I am one of those people who needs a big sign and a great push and a big ask. And <laughs> I got all those things. To see community come together, not just the church, but the people in the apartment. They didn't know me, but they were bringing slippers and jackets and sweatshirts and uh, laundry baskets so that the um, fire department could save what they could. And even the church, I mean, they, they checked on me for weeks after that. Just, hey, we just wanted to see how you were. And there was no more sneaking in the back row because people knew me and it was, Hey, what are you doing? Let's get involved. Let's share your story, which took like eight years to do, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing it. It's but so I'm good. doing it. And it's so good. And you found out you were pregnant just a few months after that, just right? a few months after that. So the fire happened in November. I found out I was pregnant in February or, or March. So wow. just right after that. How exciting. And then moved right back into the same apartment and everything <laughs> after it got rebuilt. Go figure that. So right now, as the children's director at that church, you you manage about how many volunteers and how many kids? Oh, gosh. With students that volunteer with us, there's probably about 50 or 60 volunteers. And in any given week, 100 to 300 kids that roll through our doors. Wow. So you go from a waitress who's possibly going to be a school teacher or something like that. Yes. Struggling um, through school, not really sure what I wanted to do. Experiencing a fire and a rescue, and today you are a children's director over hundreds of people, hundreds yep. of kids, and cool stuff going on. Whole life change. 
How cool is that? Wow. Kellyanne, thank you for sharing your story. This yes. is incredible. Thank you. <laughs>